0: On this episode of Jesus Center Stage, Fishing in February, I prayed, but I didn't get the answer that I wanted, and Lessons from the Apostle Paul. It is so cold outside today. Have you been out?
1: Yes. (laughs) Are you kidding? For the last two days, I have tried to figure out how I could put more layers on
0: yeah yeah that's uh i've been putting multiple layers on every morning and you know sometimes you do that and then around lunchtime or so you'll kind of get too warm and want to take them off that hadn't happened
1: have you layered your leggings that's happened this week for the first
0: time i wear base layers not leggings
1: well i have layered my leggings okay (laughs) it's so cold
0: yeah it's uh it was i think this morning 19 when i left and then of course yesterday it wasn't that it wasn't nineteen, but it never got out of the twenties I think. Maybe lower thirties at yeah, the best.
1: It didn't go back. and I think today it only reached like forty one or something. Yeah. And so that was like at three.
0: And then tonight, uh, we're expecting uh winter weather again. Um tonight was our normal uh youth night at church, but we've had to call that off uh because Weather will probably be moving in before.
1: Now I we'll have to ruin Christmas story another day.
0: I have to tell that one hopefully next week. But uh, And then uh, I talked with Zach today, which he's a little further north, but they've been uh, covered with snow for about four days I now. I do
1: not envy him at all. Yeah, yeah.
0: He's been in his dorm, he said, for four days and, uh, and just able to walk back and forth to the school cafeteria, which I he said is dangerous. It.
1: I dislike snow greatly.
0: Yeah, it's fun for a little while when you can go out and play a little bit, but then uh, when it becomes a nuisance to be able to go anywhere.
1: The only thing I like about it, the only thing that's acceptable, is when it's coming down. It's yeah. okay. Just the flakes are cool, but
0: the pretty part of it.
1: If it sticks, I'm, I'm over it. Yeah,
0: I like it when it when it lays in. You know, when you get say four five inches of snow and it looks really nice and like I said it's good to Until go out the next and day. that well that's about how long it lasts before <laughs> that's true yeah here <laughs> you're ready to move on especially when everything <laughs> closes and you you don't have what you want to eat or uh those kinds of things but yep. so hopefully tonight won't get too too awful bad and we'll still be able to go about our lives tomorrow but uh something I've done um you know this We've we've had cold weather now for almost a week, I guess. It's been really cold. But um, this past weekend uh, in the cold weather, I got to go fishing, um, which sounds very silly. It's a very silly thing to do. Uh, But uh, anybody that knows me knows I love the outdoors. I love to hunt. I love to fish. And um, and I also enjoy competition. Uh, So there was a fishing tournament uh last last saturday that uh, i went to and uh, it was it was in the 30s and raining it was of course in the upper 30s and never got um i believe above about 45 um all day in rainy and dreary weather
1: i was not invited
0: you for good reason
1: Uh, (laughs) um
0: just going back to what you said about not liking snow you also don't like any, anything under 70 degrees is cold weather that you.
1: is very true
0: yeah so uh, but it, it was enjoyable um, all day long um, I didn't catch very many fish but uh, as it turned out nobody else in the tournament really caught a whole lot uh, of course there's always some might catches more than than the others but uh, it was it was a good day and and I'm it got me looking forward now to when little warmer weather gets here and uh, we'll have more tournaments and um and looking forward to that kind of thing but you know all day long uh it's funny how we are um i go out and and i knew it was going to be cold and rainy but then as soon as we get out there i'm i'm praying for warmer weather i'm you know <laughs> for a break in the rain or or just when i'm going down you know the river. Uh, that it'll stop raining long enough for me to get where I'm going, um, and and maybe warm up a little bit. But uh, but that never happened. Uh, never never did. But uh, it was it was enjoyable, and I was look. And I was glad to get back Wait, home.
1: So you're saying you asked God for something and He didn't do it?
0: Well, you know there could have it could have warmed up a little bit more than what it did, mm-hmm. and I would have been okay with it. Um, yeah. But sometimes that happens, you know. (laughs) Uh, Has that ever happened to you before?
1: Uh, Yes, it's actually happening to me currently. Um, I love my job, shopping for people, but it has been a struggle um, for about three weeks now. And so I'm like, every day, I'm like, God, please, I need more batches. I want to work. I need this. I need this. And so far, he has not seen fit to answer that prayer. So, yes, currently, I'm in that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think if you if you're a believer, if you're a prayer, then you've encountered that that you've you've uh, sought, you know, the Lord after one thing or the other. Now, I'm talking about something very frivolous, I guess would be the word. Uh, I don't
1: know. Cold is cold.
0: It is, but I went out there on purpose. That's so,
1: true. It kind of was your fault. Yeah. He's probably looking at you like I do and say, that sounds like a personal mm-hmm. problem.
0: You know, the funny thing is on the way there that morning, I have to. I went through downtown and uh, at the walking bridge, I looked. And now, this is at, this is 6 a.m., still dark, rainy, cold. Uh, I think it's like 37, 38 degrees at that time. And I seen people jogging no. on that bridge. And I thought, how crazy is that person? But then I, a little that bit level later, of
1: dedication I can't. Yeah, I just can't.
0: But yeah, but it was just a few minutes later that I thought I just call that person crazy, and I'm fixing <laughs>
1: and go out on to the water, <laughs> getting
0: a boat, and go down through there. So, uh, and, and I'm gonna go under the bridge that it was running on. Let
1: me let me misuse scripture. Judge not, lest ye be judged. <laughs> yes. That's just that's what yeah. happened.
0: Uh, yeah, scripture of the day. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, if you know, if we if if we live. Uh, or i should say if we have a a prayer life uh then there's gonna be times that we we ask god for for things as as frivolous as i as i said uh, about the weather or just the current situation to work situations
1: i've noticed something because i know like our church has has prayed weather back before um i can remember last year um Resurrection Sunday, we were going to do a drive-in, and it was predicted to have, like, thunderstorms and horrible Mm -hmm. weather and everything. And we started praying, and the rain held off. Yeah. So it's sometimes, like you were talking about, you know, you're going fishing, it's cold. God, will you warm it up a little bit? He didn't. But when we asked him to do something with the weather that benefited his people, that benefited his kingdom, that... You, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. pointed glory to him. Uh, not saying that you wouldn't have given God the glory if he would have made it warmer. Um, I would have so claimed that if, <laughs> if I was you. Um, but it's just, I think sometimes the the reason, like, and, and some people are going to say, well, this is wrong. But I'm I'm thinking God is a jealous God. We know that from scripture. And if we ask for something First of all, we're very limited in our view of what's good mm-hmm. and what we think we need. Um, but the other thing is, sometimes I wonder if God looks at our request and says, what am I going to get out of that? Yeah. And and I know that sounds like if people are like that, we're like, oh, that's terrible. But God has a right to be that way.
0: Yeah. He's, yeah, he he's, created us. He... He's
1: perfect in everything, mm-hmm. and he has he is deserving of all of the glory. So if we ask for something... And he's not getting anything out of it. He has no obligation.
0: Yeah, he,
1: like he has no obligation whatsoever to to do what we ask him to do just because we asked him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I remember that uh, that day you was talking of because you know there was a great uh, bit of talk about do we call this off? It mm-hmm. was our you know our Resurrection Sunday service, and uh, which is you know it was bad enough that we was having to do a drive-in service because of COVID, uh, but then. Uh, here come the weather and uh so w- we had a lot of discussion if about that if i remember
1: and, correctly it sprinkled until it church time and then it stopped yeah. until after but according
0: to the forecast it was supposed to have been mm-hmm. like a you know 80 a or 100 yeah. percent chance of, of thunderstorms uh, all through that day i'm pretty so.
1: sure i posted if you're wondering why it's not raining it's because Calvary's cross prayed
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh, we've we've all got uh Uh, testimonies I think of that when we've when we've prayed and we've seen an answer Uh, and those are easy uh, to to uh, you know to proclaim and to to shout and and let people know about just how God answers prayers but what's hard is when you pray and it's not something like the weather but it's it's a prayer over uh, a job it's a prayer over a loved one it's a prayer over our health uh, it's it's a prayer over something that uh, of is of great significance of, yes, to us. That's, yeah, of great significance. That's that's a great way of putting it. And then it doesn't happen. Um, those are the hard times. Those are the ones that.
1: Those are when we want to have a pity party.
0: It is. Because
1: our our first tendency when he does something for us is to give him glory.
0: Mm-hmm. But our
1: first tendency when he doesn't do what we want him to do is to have a pity party.
0: Yeah. And, and wonder, you know, where was he at and, yeah. and why did this happen? Especially if it's something to do with health related or, or our families. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you just wonder. And, why and didn't we fix this? Yeah, it can make your faith waver a little bit. Um, but that's another reason to, to try to stay in the scriptures as much as possible, too, because the scriptures will help us to see that, that, that that's just not the way God operates. He, he's not a genie in a bottle. And we call upon him, just whatever our needs are, and and then you know they just appear. Poof, it's done. Um, but sometimes, sometimes what we pray for doesn't happen, and uh, and we have to know how to deal with that. Uh, I I think you you know you know living with me uh, that uh, I refer often to the apostle Paul. And, of course, it's easy because he wrote two-thirds of the New Testament.
1: And he's probably your favorite because you talk about him a lot. Yes,
0: yes. And, it, like I said, I've got a lot to choose from. He wrote two-thirds of the, That's true. Of the New Testament. But, you know, uh, in one in one place, um, and you might can help me find the address. I think it's in 1 Corinthians.
1: you got to tell me where you're headed. Uh,
0: where he prayed. He prayed three times.
1: I think it's First Corinthians twelve.
0: Twelve, I think so too. It's either
1: first or second Corinthians. I know it's chapter twelve.
0: Yeah. So while you're looking uh, at that, so we can let the listeners kind of
1: Second Corinthians twelve.
0: Second Corinthians twelve, but the Apostle Paul tells us that that he prayed three times that he had um, what he he referred to as a messenger of Satan, uh, a a problem a a uh,
1: a thorn in a the, thorn flesh, in the flesh, and saying. you know, and there's
0: so many different ideas of what that actually was. But I here's it doesn't really matter. It, that's why I'm saying. Here's the thing: it doesn't matter because it it tells us he prayed uh, three times. He, he tells us that he prayed three times uh, for God to remove this this thorn from his flesh, mm-hmm. this situation, and um, and he didn't get it. he didn't get the answer. He he got a answer. And it was God saying that you're, you're gonna, stuck with it. You're going to live with this. And in your pain and in your suffering is my glory going to be seen. Mm-hmm. Which um, goes
1: back to what I said a while ago. When God looks at our request and says, what am I going to get out of it? Yeah. You want me to fix everything, but what am I going to get out of it? And if he's going to get more glory out of like Paul, mm-hmm. out of Paul's pain, he got more glory than if he would have healed Paul. Paul would have given him the glory. Paul would have testified. Like we can read yeah. through his writings. He would have given all of the glory to God and been so grateful to God for for taking away that thorn in the flesh. But God looked at the balance of how much glory am I going to get if I fix it? How much glory am I going to get if I don't fix it?
0: Well, not only that, but if we read those scriptures too, we see that uh, Paul uh, Paul leads us to, to know that, uh, that it was in in part to keep Paul humble. Right. Uh, because then he said he he glories in his infirmities. Mm-hmm. He 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 was then able to glory uh in, in his sufferings and, and you know, the things that weren't perfect. Um, to keep it to so, it keep says himself in verse humble.
1: ten, therefore I take pleasure in infirmities and in reproaches and necessities. Ooh, that's wow. In persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake, for when I am weak then I am strong.
0: Yeah. So,
1: I've never noticed that word necessities in there.
0: Well, I checked that, that out. That intrigues me. Yeah. I'll see you going to your Amplified there now mm-hmm. to see what that says. But, you know, and, and that's a perfect example of, of someone praying. And, you know, sometimes you get the answers that you want. Sometimes you, you don't know that you got an answer at all. And then sometimes here, Paul says, I got an answer. I see you got an answer over there.
1: Yeah, so... In the Amplified, it says, I am well pleased with weaknesses, with, are you ready? Bring it insults. on. Insults.
0: Insults.
1: I am well pleased with insults. Mm. Showing that for a while. With distresses, with persecutions, and with difficulties for the sake of Christ. For when I am weak in human strength, then I am strong, truly able, truly powerful, truly drawing from God's now, strength. these
0: scriptures are coming right after he tells us he's prayed three times. Mm-hmm. So we see that by Paul not getting the answer he wanted, if if he had prayed once or if he had prayed three times even and, and God took this thorn up from the flesh.
1: Then he would have still had a horrible he, attitude when something difficult happened. W-
0: well, <laughs> yeah, he, he would have still had a testimony. But then we see what Paul's saying there now is you can insult me and I'm fine. You can hurt me, and I'm fine.
1: Life can be difficult, but I'm fine. Life can be
0: difficult, but I'm fine. So sometimes in in those answers that we get that we don't like, um, it it made us stronger, whether or not we wanted it or knew Uh, it.
1: I don't know if this is stepping on anybody else's toes, but it's getting me right now because I've been whining to God, I'll just be honest, for like three weeks now Mm -hmm. about my job. Yeah, And this verse says in necessities, I kind of need my job, and it's not working out right.
0: But that's, that's true, but...
1: hes I still need to be giving him the glory. Exactly. Because he's still in control of this, and I should be like, Paul, I am well pleased. I'm going to have well, to work you, on you that, think, being well pleased in difficulty.
0: Yeah, you think when, when you left your, your previous job and took this one now as a, a personal shopper, and, and things started going well... You gave God the glory, and you said God is—he—he's in control. Mm -hmm. He's got this, and and now you're saying for three weeks it's been a bit of a struggle. The orders haven't been, uh, you know, available, um, and and because of it, your paychecks have been lower. But that doesn't mean God's God lost control of it. Uh, So in in if He had took that thorn from the flesh, and and you know. Fix the the work situation, then you would be able to say, "God's so good that He, you know, He took care of this." But
1: the thing is, He's still so good. He
0: is still so good, and what you, what you and me both are going to find is even with a, a smaller paycheck or even with having you know uh, a different uh, uh, way of life for these three weeks, you know, something we might normally do that we're not going to be able to. We're also we're going to find. That we're still being supplied with everything we need. Right. Uh, simply through through Christ. So sometimes unanswered prayers strengthen us and bring us cr- closer to Him than the answered prayers could ever think of.
1: That makes me think. Um, I know we said sometimes I think God looks at our requests and says, What am I going to get out of it? But He might also look at it and say, How is this going to make you like Christ? Mm hmm. Because um, the the I don't know the the address of it right off, but it he I think it's in Paul's writings where he talks about conforming us to the image of Christ, and being changed into His image from glory to glory. Mm-hmm. Um, those places, one of his 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 biggest goals to get the glory, but I think maybe his second biggest one is to conform us into the image of Christ. So if yeah. we ask for something, and like I said earlier, we have a very finite view of what's good
0: exactly for
1: us or what might give him glory and if he looks at it and says mm, that's not really going to help you that's not going to yeah. conform you to the image of christ
0: i just had the thought too if he answered all of our prayers just the way we want them to
1: we'd be in such a mess well
0: whose image would we always be in our Ours. own we'd be in Ooh, our that's good we'd be in our own mm-hmm. our own image because everything in our life would be the way we thought was yeah. best
1: which reminds me of uh, James. It says you, that uh, in James four, he he talks about you ask God and you don't get it because you want it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Which is what you just said. It's we if if he answered every prayer that we prayed, it would it would just help us be more fleshly. Yeah, it wouldn't help. It wouldn't conform us into the image of Christ.
0: Yeah, as, as human beings, no matter how good we think we are, we're still. Uh, you know, we're still flawed, mm-hmm. and and especially when you compare us to God, who is perfect, and, you know, we're flawed in so many ways, um, that if if we got the what we wanted, then we would continually... Um,
1: there would be no need to grow. No, but we'll we change. continually
0: be distanced from Him, yeah. uh, because everything within us is going to slowly lead us back to where we began instead of pushing forward to a lot
1: of the times the things that we want are things that would separate us naturally like if if we because I think it's tendency for us to ask for God to make things easier like we Mm -hmm. we don't want difficulties we don't want a job stressor we don't want a relationship dispute we don't want an insult we don't want difficulties so we ask we we form our prayers I need this to be easier. Like if 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 we really evaluated our prayers, sometimes I think it would come down to, I just want this to be easier. I don't yeah. want to deal with this. I don't want to grow in this area. I don't wanna I want to conform. Comfort. Yes, I want comfort, and a lot of time those comforts are what separates us, because in in our difficulties that's what we need to rely on Him but the comforts we want things to be easier and then we surround ourselves with comfort and then the more comfort we have the further we are distanced from relying on him or trusting him or learning him or needing him Mm -hmm. because we've got all this padding around us and we're doing great
0: yeah yeah comfort is is what we desire the most but it it's also one of the things that we need the least. It hinders. Uh, it, it does. I it, don't
1: think we realize how much it hinders.
0: Yeah, if you look, going back once again to the Apostle Paul, um, there in in one place, uh, also in Corinthians, I believe, where he tells his story. Maybe I don't know. Maybe in nine or so, but he he talks about that he's been shipwrecked three times, and he's been imprisoned, and he's been beaten, and he's he goes through uh, like an overview almost of his life. And that there's there's no comfort there. We know that, uh, as I said, he was he was in multiple shipwrecks. It, it tells us one place that he was stoned to the point they that the people thought he was dead and just left him laying outside the city. Um, so we can see that it's not in not in our comfort uh, that we that we grow or that we magnify God the most. But sometimes it's in our in our toughest times. And not saying that that if we're having good times and good life and you know, walking in blessing, that we're not in good standing with God or that we're not being useful. Let,
1: let me interrupt you right there. What we determine as walking in blessing, I think is very wrong. Explain. Well, we say walking in blessing means I'm not I'm not having any difficulties.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm on a mountaintop. There's no, you know, there's no problems. My job is great. My relationships are great. My church is great. My spiritual walk is great. Everything is great. And then we say, okay, I'm walking in blessing. And the second that, that trouble, oh, God forbid trouble, the second we hit difficulty, we're under the juniper tree
0: yeah. with a
1: pity party.
0: And then we feel like we're not in blessing. Anymore.
1: Exactly. But the thing is, it's just our focus that's changed. Mm-hmm. We're still provided for. We're still protected. We're still loved. We're still saved, unless you walked out on that. We're, you know, we're still yeah. we still have a heavenly Father who does all of these things for us, and it's just our perspective has changed. And that's what I was about to say um, when you when you were talking a minute ago, before I interrupted you, was I think that the difference between comfort and difficulty is our focus. When mm-hmm. you were talking about Paul and and how in he in his story and whatever, I was headed to find out where that was, but I got sidetracked. Um, for in in Second Corinthians four, he says for our light affliction. In the amplified, it says for our momentary light distress, this passing trouble. You can pretty much chalk up any difficulty to a passing trouble. It's not going to last forever. Yeah. Your stress isn't gonna last forever. Your relationship problems aren't gonna last forever. Like you, it it's gonna it's gonna go on. Like mm-hmm. life goes on. It's going to. Um. But he says, "For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory."
0: Yeah, and and that made me think too of the the scripture that says. Um, and I'm paraphrasing here, but the the things that we suffer right now fail in comparison to mm-hmm. what's to come. Uh, and as you, you said there, I know that's a little bit out of context, but a far more, you know, a greater glory.
1: Well, it says it worketh for us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the things that we're whining about are working for us.
0: Figure that.
1: Figure that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and, and you mentioned the juniper tree while ago and maybe we can visit that uh uh here in just a second but i was i was also thinking the greatest we was talking about when we're when we're uh, living in in peace and happiness we were we claim to be walking in blessings mm-hmm. and if it, it goes away then we think we're not blessing but you know the greatest blessing that has ever been given to human is it, it came uh under the worst of circumstances and of course we're talking about the cross and and with jesus and you think that that it was in that suffering and and in that unimaginable uh moment that that we receive the greatest blessing of all and then of course the bible tells us in multiple places that if we're going to walk with jesus then we're going to suffer with jesus uh so as, as our blessing came through his suffering, then um, then we just need to know we don't have to like the suffering, but we can also know that that suffering can be the biggest blessing that we could ever receive. Even if we don't know it, uh, we've received it already. We
1: need to learn an appreciation for yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but you, you brought up Jesus and the cross. Um, even he prayed a prayer that wasn't answered. In the garden, he said, if it's possible, if you can do something about this, and we know God could have done something about it. Yeah. And it, Jesus even says, I can call legions of angels mm-hmm. if I wanted to. Um, so he had a way out, but his prayer was, not my will, yeah, but yours be done. And in referring back to that verse I said earlier in James, you don't have it because you ask amiss. I wonder if we would... If we would pray our prayer, but then say, "That's what I think," but you do what you think. You do what, yeah. You, you do, do what, what is your best. Your will, your will be done. As mm-hmm. long as you get the glory. A shout out to Jonathan Trailer. You get the glory. Y'all need to listen if y'all haven't heard that it, song. Uh, if if we would add that, like mm-hmm. maybe put a disclaimer in our prayers. Yeah. And to you know, say you get the glory from this yeah and,
0: and i was thinking you say you, you know you do what is best but sometimes even still at that point w- we can get confused and say you do what's best for me when really it's what's best for god what's best for him is what we really need to be praying and it, right. it might you be get the glory yeah you get the glory out of it um and, and it's a hard thing to do i mean we all want comfort we all want you know health we all want to be able to, uh, you know, be financially secure. and
1: Breaking news. God is not worried about our comfort.
0: Well, i might have to write that one down. <laughs> uh, there you have it. You heard it here first, breaking news. Um, but then, you know, he does
1: not concern himself with our level of comfort. No. And if you don't believe me, just start reading the Bible. Check out Job. Just go read the book of Job, y'all. Mm,
0: that's a scary it, book and a... If you're, if
1: you're, if you want to dispute that, that God wants me to be happy. God just wants me to be happy. He just wants me to have comfort. He just wants, read the book of Job. Mm -hmm. I dare you to read the book of Job. Yeah. Because he, everything that he goes through and he defends, like he loses everything and he starts defending himself. I haven't done anything wrong. I don't deserve this. And then the Lord shows up in about chapter 38 and says, who do you think you are anyways? (laughs) <laughs> like,
0: and how do you answer that?
1: Exactly. Uh, so, so God is not is not worried about it about our no. comfort. And, and in Job, and don't mistake
0: that as He don't care about us. It's just there's no a,
1: He. That's what He does care about yeah, us. That's exactly. why He's not worried about our comfort.
0: There's a greater he, plan there that we don't understand.
1: He wants us to be conformed into the image of Christ. And if you're trying to fit something into a mold that. doesn't, is not already in the mold? Mm-hmm. there's gonna be some pressing, so conforming is not comfortable, yeah it's not it's not pleasant, but to be conformed into the image of Christ is one of his ultimate goals is is to make us like Jesus mm-hmm. and so he's and such should be one of our goals it should be we we like to whine about it in the process yeah,
0: yeah. it's it's one of those things where um. I think it was I wanna say it was cocoa, some kind of uh, cooking cocoa or something along those lines. I don't know. It, it was it was a little video that was out oh, oh, a year or two ago where a little boy kept wanting his wanting to eat that chocolate and it was it was the baking cocoa that don't taste good. Uh. Yeah, he kept wanting it and wanting it and whining and whining and finally his mom said fine, get you a spoon and he eat it and then the (laughs) most horrible face (laughs) that you could make because he thought he knew what he wanted. Mm -hmm. It looked good to him. It was chocolate and then when, when he got it it, wasn't. it was terrible. Yeah. So you know, sometimes we're like that with God and we're saying, God, give me this relationship. God, you know, bless this this uh relationship uh, that that I'm pursuing or uh bless this job that I'm wanting to to leave or to get and 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 just go on and on and on, the things that mm-hmm. we go to God saying, This is the way it needs to be and then and God saying, But if I give you that you're gonna make the most horrible face <laughs> because it don't taste like the chocolate you think it tastes like you know
1: yeah that's true. Uh, so that's some sometimes his when he says no, it's protection. yeah, and that's another thing I think we need to learn t- uh, to appreciate to have an appreciation for is when he says no, we don't realize what he's keeping us from mm-hmm. and what kind of mess we would end up in if he gave us what we wanted. So we mm-hmm. need to be careful how much. We beg God for something without saying, but your will be done. Because we know from Scripture, from how he dealt with the Israelites, that eventually he just lets you have it. Yeah. Eventually he's just like, okay, go eat the chocolate. It's yeah. not good. Like, I'm trying to tell you it's not right, but
0: <laughs> yeah, go but ahead. What we can say is when when God says no to our prayer, we're, we're blessed because mm-hmm. it is what is is best for him. And and what is best for him is what we ultimately should be striving for, and when God says yes to our prayers, then we're blessed because Maybe. it is also what is best yeah. for him.
1: Uh, going back to the book of Job, if you if you are in a situation um, of of difficulty or weakness or insult, um, any of those things that Paul talked about in. In uh, Job, there's a there's a couple verses that throughout Job's story, I feel like he had some some little threads of hope mm-hmm. in there. Um, and one of those verses is Job twenty three verse ten, and it says that he knows the way that I take, and when I when when it is over, I shall come forth as gold. So again, there's that our our light affliction is working for us. There's there's this is just a process. This is. This is the way that I take, and I'm coming out as gold. I'm yeah. coming out better. I'm coming out refined. I'm coming out purified. Versus of when I started, I'm coming mm-hmm. out different. Yeah. And that I think that should be instead of a pity party, we should get up and say, "How am I going to get out of this different? Yeah. How's mm-hmm. my attitude going to be different? How's my character going to be different? How am I going to? How's my reaction going to be different? How's my witness going to be different coming out of this than when I came in it? Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one is Job nineteen twenty five, where where Job testifies. I know my Redeemer lives. And it, and it was almost like when I read that, it's almost to me like Job was making a declaration. I don't really know what's going on. I don't know why I'm going through all this. But um, I know, I know. This, this. I know one thing.
0: I know the one thing I I have to know.
1: Right. I know my Redeemer lives.
0: Yeah. That's, that's good. That's good. And, and, you know, I'm thinking, you know, we're, we're, we've kind of went off on that, that line of, of when the answer is different than what we wanted or, um, you know, we're struggling with that. But sometimes, um, I was reminded of the, the verses in uh, Daniel chapter 10 where, uh, uh, Daniel went on the fast, uh, you know, of course now we have the Daniel fast, but, uh, it, it says i wonder but, if
1: he knew what he started i
0: don't know all these years later uh he he has a fast named after him but uh for three weeks he prayed and he fasted and it says you know he didn't eat any good things and um and, and for three weeks you think at, at some point he's thinking why is my prayers not getting heard well you know what what is what is going on here and and then when it tells us that the angel came to him and told him that your prayer was heard on the first day, um, and and we see there that that Daniel had such devotion and such faith mm-hmm. um, that that he continued to pray. But then uh, the angel told him, "Your prayer was heard the first day, but there was some opposition. You know, there there's there's some forces in the world that do not want your prayers to get answered. Uh, but the the saving uh, uh, hope." for us as believers is that we know that God is bigger than any of those forces right. and, and sometimes our prayer, we might not get, we may not get the answer. We want, and we may not get an answer at all, but we know that God's heard it and that, that he can overcome. Sometimes uh, it's even weight. The, yeah. Even the, even the hindrances and it might be Daniel's was three weeks. Yours might be three years. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we can see that in that story, and that was in Daniel chapter 10 uh, that we can see that. So there's always um, there's always hope to, to continue to pray and to continue to seek because I think God is a he, the, the Bible says that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. And sometimes we, we think of that as those who are just, you know seeking uh, salvation or seeking to know Him. But I think also through our prayer lives, and we continue seeking Him and seeking Him. Now, with that being said, we might we might get the answer uh, that we didn't, that was different than what we wanted, and we go back to the to the dirty chocolate uh, on that. But it was what was best for us at that time.
1: Well, like I said a while ago, in the difficulty, saying what, how can I be different on the other side of this? But that also is in the waiting. What can I learn? So I prayed today, and God didn't do it. Mm-hmm. What can I learn? Yeah. What can I? I can learn that He's still faithful. I can, you know, I can exactly. learn to trust a little well, bit more. I your, can learn to believe a little bit more. Yeah. Take and, your and situation
0: with you was talking about earlier with your job, and you said for three weeks you've been, you know, whining about it, but you in in a situation like that not you,
1: constantly. You, am defending myself a little bit here <laughs> but you, don't make it sound so bad
0: you could also be asking that question what can i learn or this question what are you going what are you trying to show me uh-huh. you know what what are you showing me through this time I've been asking that because as as this we see i have been
1: like okay what's going on now
0: yeah as we said before god was in control when things were plentiful uh-huh. god's in control when things are are famine so what are you they trying famine. <laughs> what are you trying to show me you know right now yeah, yeah that's uh that's
1: if, if I'm going to be really honest, um,
0: you probably should be
1: several months ago. I, I did a study on the names of God and, and I found as many and I'm sure I didn't exhaust it, but I found um, over a 100 names in the mm-hmm. in the Bible of God and Jesus. And it it occurred to me, or I should say, I, I believe he taught it to me that. You can know Him as Savior because you have that personal experience. He has saved me, has washed me in the blood, and I am born again. Mm-hmm. And you know Him as a Savior. But you pick one of those other hundred names, and I'm just going to use provider, Jehovah Jireh, um, that's something you may have heard a lot, but have you experienced Him in that way? Yeah. And so it's probably been six months or more ago, that I did that study and I remember sharing it with somebody and and this is probably what got me in trouble and probably why I am where I am right now. But I said, one thing that I have not experienced him as is provider because that's my trust struggle. That's my trust. I have trust issues in that area of financial provision. And I could ask him to teach me who you are as as Jehovah Jireh but I really don't want to go there right now because I don't think I'm ready for it. And now I'm in like a three-week famine here, and I'm thinking, I still wasn't ready. I still didn't ask you. But I really feel that's what he's still trying to teach me. Yeah. Is is He was gentle at first, and I saw it. And I, and I saw him teaching me that he is Jehovah Jireh, and he was gentle. And it was just a little bit here and there. And I was like, okay, yeah, I, I see you. I see what you're doing, you know, Mm -hmm. and and it was in, in wow ways. And I'm like, well, you know, what's going on? This is wow, you know, and now he's just like, okay, all in. (laughs) (laughs) You're about to find out.
0: You're going to have to trust me uh, to to provide uh, when it, when it don't see a way to provide. But
1: which might be another reason why he either says no or answers a different or says to wait is because he wants us to discover him. And if yeah. we're padded with all those comforts, then chances are we're not beating down the door of heaven mm-hmm. saying, I need you more. I want you more. What's going on? What are you like? What are you thinking? You know, what do you want from me? What do you want to change in me? What do you want to do in me? We're, mm-hmm. If we're padded with all those comforts, then we're not crawling before the throne of grace.
0: No. And and the, the more comforts we have and the more things are going good, the more tendency we have to think we've got this under control. Mm-hmm. Like what, whatever we're doing, however we're doing it, the way we're living, the the you know, whatever it could be. Even if it's stuff such as studying the Bible or our prayer lives and things are just going good and you think, well, I got this figured out. You know, all I got to do is study, uh, you know, th- uh, two hours a week. All I need to do is spend 30 minutes a day in prayer and everything is fine. I've got and then this. And
1: God says, watch out.
0: Exactly, because no matter what we're doing, even if it's in those things of, of study and in prayer, uh, it's not of us, but it's all of him and the provisions. He's a provider. He's a protector. He's, you know, and as and like you said, there's a 100 names plus of, of, of God and Jesus, and he is all those things plus things that we, we can't even imagine. So when our prayers don't get answered, when they don't get answered the way we want them to— and when they happen exactly like we had hoped they would be, uh, we just have to remember that, that he is in control and, and that everything, good and bad, is, is a blessing to us. Um, as I said, the greatest blessing it, that any of us could ever have, he has already given. Um, right. You know, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. Uh, th- we don't have to taste death. We do not have to perish, but have everlasting life. Uh, and when in, you
1: weigh the difficulties of this temporary situation that we're in with everlasting life, like...
0: Not, not that's, so that's big not of an even issue. Even. Maybe we should stop whining, you think? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: That, that's something that helps me, I think, on a daily basis when I start getting... Um, When I start dwelling on, okay, what's going on? Like, am I doing something wrong? You know, Mm -hmm. regardless of the situation, I mean, it's not just it's not just a work. It it can be relationships. It can be the insults, the necessities, the difficult. You know, it 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 doesn't have to be just one thing. And, And I might get stressed out, or I might get hurt. Yep. But then I weigh that in one thing, and I look on the other side. I am still blessed. I'm still loved by God. I'm still His child. I'm no longer a slave to fear. When I you know, and mm-hmm. when you when you weigh those two things, then you might as well just give him glory. Yeah. The scales because are always tipped. Exactly. You're always gonna be above whatever difficulty you have. Mm-hmm. Because if if your soul is saved, if your name is written in the Lamb's book of life, then there's absolutely nothing that's gonna happen on this earth that's gonna tip yeah. the scale and be greater of more importance, of more value than having your name in that book.
0: Yeah. So when you
1: when you look at what's going on and you get stressed out or you get depressed or you get anxious and then just there is a book and my name is in it.
0: Exactly. So there's victory. Exactly. This too
1: shall pass, but my name will not. Victory. (laughs) My name is in there.
0: Victory in Jesus. We we should write a song or something named
1: I think it's been done. You think so? Yeah, yeah.
0: And we sing it all the time, and, and that's page uh, one hundred and twenty. Page one hundred and twenty in your <laughs> red back hymnal. Um, so uh, I believe I believe we've about used up all of our time plus a little bit.
1: We have not told so. anybody to message us. So okay, we'll do it now. Y'all message us um, on Facebook, facebook.com dot slash Jesus. You can uh, leave a review on the podcast, or you can email us at Jesus Center Stage at gmail.com. We would love and to hear from you.
0: Leave those reviews. If you're if your app lets you leave a review, leave us a review. And we, until we want
1: feedback, y'all.
0: Yes, we do. Until next week, keep Jesus center stage in your life.